This is Shoes with Culture Cast Radio. You're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Ryan M. Brewer. Michael fucking Malone. <laughs> What's up, bud? Nothing, man. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Good. spent a fair amount of time doing yesterday oh god what i was like just just like a bloodhound through google searches just trying to find one shred of something that seemed like credible evidence that that guy tased himself in the balls and died one shred i couldn't find any wait are you telling me that's not a real story I Googled knowing we were going to have to talk about it. <laughs> I like how that's the thing you researched. Uh, di- was not the insurgent or like of all uh, that dictatorship shit. or fascism. None of that. It was like, did this guy really tase himself I in the balls? I knew 100% <laughs> we were going to talk about the guy tasing his own balls and dying because of it. And I was like, <laughs> I got to find out if this is real. I got to find out if it's real. And the... The best I can find is someone is like, this guy tased himself and died. And that person seems like they're telling the truth. Right. And then at some point it took on the testicles feature and no one can pinpoint (laughs) when that happened. (laughs) Like it just all of a sudden became like, I don't know if somebody was just trying to be funny and like, Guy tased himself in his own fucking ball sack, and everyone's like, ha, 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 and then that just became the story. Right. But I wanted so badly for it to be true, first of all. <laughs> Me too. Uh, and, and, and second of all, I worked really hard to try to find something I could hang my hat on. I could be like, well, it came from well-known truth-sayer, blah, 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 but I couldn't, right. I couldn't find it. It was all just like, it's like... Um, you know, like your your aunts and uncles uh, and 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 parents' uh, favorite uh, political facts. Currently, they they right. originated on a social media site. Like, if it originated on a social media site, you're gonna have a real hard time getting me to believe that that was yeah. true. It has to be true. I found it on <laughs> CarFinder.com. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Your uncle's always like, someone was like, like, hey, I saw on this Facebook meme that a 1997 Buick LeSabre is actually worth more than a brand new Buick LeSabre. And you're like, you you saw that on Facebook? And they're like, yeah, some guy on Facebook was talking about it. You'd be like, you're full of shit. But if the guy found it on CarFinder, (laughs) you would be like, hey, this makes sense. This might be legit. But if it originated on Facebook, like you trace it back and like the Wikipedia page is like it happened on Facebook. I'm like, fuck you. There's not that's not real. So. Right. So uh, I, I really looked for a, for a way that we could say that that definitively happened and I could not find one. I could not find that's, one. The most you know, I could find a- is that we know people died of like medical emergencies. They weren't like right. shot or anything. There were what, three or four of them. And we know that they died of some kind of a heart attack, right? Well, there was one of them that was shot. 
There was one person. There was how many heart attacks? Because they were all like your dad's bowling buddies. I know. I thought that was so funny. They were like, they were like, it was Antifa mixed in there causing the trouble. And I was like, bro, the average weight there was three fifty. There were no Antifa people out there. No, no. There was yeah, it was everybody's just everybody's uncle was. It was a whole bunch of McDonald's fat. <laughs> it was like a very specific kind of McDonald's this was, fat. This was the McRib army. They uh-huh. came out. <laughs> These are the guys that slept overnight at McDonald's for the all day breakfast. To, to, you know, when it first came out, and they were like, "I gotta get it." Oh, that this is that the one McRiddle guy, army. That one dude that uh, wears the Order of the Water Buffalo hat, and mm-hmm. um, he uh, he looks like a cross of of Brad Pitt at the end of Fight Club. And uh, and the guy with no teeth from uh, Tiger King, yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good match. That's the perfect. Those two had a kid that, and they and the guy started showing up at MAGA shit. I call uh, him Fight King, Fight Fighter King. <laughs> He's a Fight King right. Viking. Fight, ah, Fight King Viking. Yes. So can we? Okay, I don't even know where to begin on this, but I would like to say that the argument that I'm seeing the most right now uh, happen is, well, there's two of them happening right now, and I'd like to break both of them down. And the first one um, being that Donald Trump got banned from Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Dude, Pinterest, he's not allowed on. (laughs) How? What's on your boards, We don't want to see your boards. Right. We, we, we have no desire under for great concern that no. violence might be incited by your boards. <laughs> your boards? It's on your boards, bro. It's like like uh, air fryer recipes, uh, uh, potential potential bathroom remodels, and sedition, and uh, yeah, and just like embroidered. I like to see instead of like the live, laugh, love signs you see in people's houses that they have si- saved on their Pinterest boards. I yeah. like to think of it as just like stuff from Mein Kampf that are just, just like, like quotes, like powerful quotes. Just I think, I think cursive it just, instead letters. Instead of live, laugh, love, it just says shithole countries. I think that's what it says. <laughs> so the, the thing that the argument is, is like, are you allowed to do that? Like what happened to free speech in this country? And I guess I would counter that by saying there is a big difference between free speech, like freedom of speech, and freedom of hate speech. Right? Like that would be the the simplest way to break that down. Well, uh, I have a different opinion because I think that you break it down a different way and also that he can still be banned from Twitter. That's because the Constitution says nowhere that you are guaranteed to use someone else's network to, oh, to yeah, exercise I'm, I'm taking away the idea of the private company like, aspect. Just, they can do that, whatever that they goes want. Down they could just be yeah, like, that, I don't like that guy. We're not going to do it anymore. Yeah, and, that's and no shirt, to, no shoes, no service. Yeah, right. You know, Live it. That's, learn yeah. it. Love it. <laughs> you know what's great too like as a sidebar to that is republicans fought so hard 
to not give gay people wedding cakes, uh-huh. right? For private companies to turn away gay people to have pizza and wedding cake. Mm-hmm. And now they're like, well, you can't be on Twitter. And these same Republicans are like, what do you mean? You can't turn me away. <laughs> and it's like, hey, man, remember when you yeah. were fighting for this? Yeah. Well, here yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I I think I think he's kind of allowed to be booted off a thing for like doing anything that violates their terms and services. Like, right? He had I several was, warnings. Like the other, like I was actually ran into this the other day. Like, uh, um, I have an old Gmail account that I would like to access because Gmail is connected to everything now. Right. right. Like, right. so I had an, what I really have is an old YouTube channel I'd like to get access to, um, which means I have to have access to that Gmail account. <laughs> right. And I get it all the way to a point where it says, uh, <laughs> it says, can you answer this security question? And it's, it was back when you could just freestyle type in your own oh, security Jesus. questions. Yeah. And it's just all lowercase mother all it is <laughs> and i'm like my first thought is fucker i'm like well, is it, is say, it, have you tried fucker? is it is it is it fucker and it's not it's is not it ship it's not fuckers either uh i then thought secondly because that says a lot about me as a person i then thought secondly perhaps it's my mom's maiden name <laughs> Right. After fuckers, I thought maybe it was my mom's maiden Maybe name. it's my actual mother. <laughs> so uh, I tried that. Turns out it ain't that either. Um, but my point is they just were like, sorry. Like they just got to the end and they were like, sorry, there's no other recourse. There's no fucking customer service phone number that you call and like plead your case to. You're just done. And you just don't get access to any of that shit anymore. They're like, well, sorry, we buried in on our terms and services that say if you forget the password, fuck you forever. Like, there's a, that's just, it's, yeah. it's in there. What can you do? They can put anything in those terms and services and at any point go, yeah, fuck this guy and just kick you off. They can do yeah, that. And they're too big to have a phone number. You can't just call. Now, I'm sure, like, the president can just, like, call up Zuckerberg. Uh Right. At whatever, like, at whatever, like, fucking Superman pod that fucking Zuckerberg lives in. <laughs> that guy's got to, he's got to just live in, like, a fucking egg somewhere, doesn't he's he? He's an just, alien he for fucking, sure. He just rides around one of those fucking segways. I can't because imagine I... him walking. Have you ever tried to imagine Zuckerberg walking? No, I think he just, I think he's always, I imagine him always on one of those hoverboard things, uh, those little, uh, with the two wheels. The Segway. All the the kids have, yeah. Or the hoverboard, yeah. Without the handle, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have you ever tried to be on one of those? Uh, (laughs) well, um, my nephew had one and he's just, just all over the house. And I was like, is it hard? And he goes, no. And I was like, yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> and I put my foot on on one side, and then put my foot on the other side, and was like, "No, I'll break my ass doing this. No, I'm not yeah. doing." It. And I just walked right back off of it. I thirty five is the year, by one. the way. Thirty five is the year where you go. Not going to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for that because still at thirty four, you're like, "Hey, I, I am." 
I'm in my At 35. You're like, nah, I'm I'm okay, dude. I was thinking about this the other day when you you can push early 30s to 35, right? You can yeah. say oh, I'm in yeah. my I'm in my early 30s. I'm in my early yeah. 30s. 36, bro. You're not in your early 30s anymore. You're in your late 30s, dude. I'll be 38 in February. See, 38 is 40. 38 is basically 40. It's 40. I've been thinking that uh, since I turned 37. I think 37 is 40. <laughs> I think 37 might be 40. 36 is close enough to 35 that you're, still... you're round down. You're fine. But you're 40. And here's the reason that that's okay. You've got four years to come to terms with being 40. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you've got yourself some time. You're like, I'm 40 already. I'm basically 40. When yeah, you because start at 35, to say, you stop doing all the other stuff because you, you, you realize you don't care or you don't want to. So you're like, I'm yeah. 40. I'm not going to fucking yeah. do that. I started going back to. I'll be 40 soon. There's a there's a place uh, about 20 minutes from my house where they do uh, pick up indoor soccer. Right. Um, and uh, in the before times, I used to go and uh, it was like like I started 34 was the time when I started going to the, when I discovered this place, I like the first few times I was going, when I turned 35, there'd be like a pass that would go in front of me and I'd be like, nah, I'm not making it to that one. I'm not, <laughs> I don't think you kind of, yeah, you I'm going to sit this one out. You quit trying to stretch it. You're like, I bet I could get there at 34 at 35. You're like, yeah, well, there will be another one. There's always another one. There, <laughs> I'll wait till the next one comes around. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's a that's a solid argument. Thirty five is where you quit. You're just like I'm not. Nope, I can't do it anymore. So what? So how did tell me how you almost broke your ass? Oh, same situation. So my, my but you didn't daughter, you didn't stop yourself. I I did. I got. I st- I did exactly what you did. I I put both feet on it. It seemed wobbly and like weird, and I was like, oh, I I'm out, and I stepped <laughs> off of it, and I I. Get this devil machine away from me. That was how and close then, you got to break. Oh, there's more to the story. Yeah, and then her uh, her 13-year-old daughter, Maddie, was just like cruising on this thing. And I was like, oh, oh, here's where it, oh, here's where it gets me. Confidence by proximity. You watched yes. her do it so much. Yes. You were like, fucking how hard can it be? Here's where it gets me in trouble. Because Maddie is so young, mm-hmm. that sometimes when I'm with her and I see her doing things, yeah. I think that I'm also young. You're like, how hard can it be? How All hard right? can it be? This so, kid's done almost no living and she can figure it out. And she can figure this out. Why can't so I she, do it? I've been walking on my legs much longer than she is. <laughs> right? I'm way more sure of my, my right. balance I am, I am like, I am old friends with my legs now. <laughs> Mentally unbalanced. However, physically pretty balanced. Me and my legs. Peas Way better pl- than me and my mind. Peas in a pod. <laughs> me and my mind, on the other hand, I'll never fi- figure that bitch out. <laughs> We're still fighting. Uh, so her daughter also skateboards. Right. Which she makes look super fucking easy. Super easy. Not not even a... No. And uh, and uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skateboard. I'm going to learn how to do that so I can do that with her, you know? Because uh, I, I know how to rip stick. You know what a rip stick is? Wait, the rip stick is the, 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 to me, the hoverboards look like a rip, a whip stick without, yeah, the, without yeah. the movement. Without electricity. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And I know so what I, that thing is. I can fucking rip stick. You got to serpentine that shit. Yeah. And I, I, Did you, you ever know, have Heelys? No. I had Heelys into my late 20s. I went roller. I, I went loved roller those fucking Heelys. A brief, uh, a brief, you know, romance with roller blades there for a, a brief time. And in what my life. year was your? What year were your your blades years? These are my early twenties. I grew up roller skating, four wheels to the ground, right? Right. And then, like all the badasses on the mean like streets all, like of Marion, everybody, bro. I can shoot the duck. What do you want from me? So, and then I what had a brief the fuck romance. Does that mean? <laughs> You've never seen anybody shoot the duck? I don't know what the fuck that means, man. I wasn't allowed to go to the skating rink. Oh, it was for the devil. That's where people like kissed and touched hands and <laughs> snuck out around back and tried to light a cigarette butt off the ground. I don't know. Right. doing weird shit there. I wasn't allowed to do that shit. I don't know what you fucking hooligans did. <laughs> well, we had four wheels shooting to the, the ground. Oh, eight wheels to My the ground, baby. My parents like, yeah, if, the duck. if all your friends shot a duck, would you shoot one too? I didn't <laughs> think so. You're staying home. We're going to watch Disney movies. <laughs> Aladdin's never shot a duck. Not so, once. So shooting the duck, I'll explain it real briefly. I don't even know how without visual aid. Uh, I mean, I can duck, see you. Is when you when you bend down, so you'll be roller skating, and then you bend down, right? Okay. Uh, like like in a crouching position, okay. like you're gonna right. uh, like shit you in the like woods. a like a catcher uh, in baseball. Yes, okay. yes, like a, in right. the catcher. Position. You're on the balls of your feet, or you're on all four. All you're eight on all wheels. Four. All, all eight, eight wheels to eight the wheels. ground. Okay. You're semi trucking it, right? Okay. Already, uh, already. Is your butt? <laughs> are your butt cheeks on your legs, or or a are little you, lifted? A little lifted. Okay. Like. Yeah, like that, uh, like that stripper you fucked that one time you on spring break little, when you were young. A little, you know lifted. what I mean? A little, a little lifted. lifted, just a little <laughs> lifted. <laughs> a little lifted, catch your position, and then uh, what you do is you uh, you take one of your legs. Usually, it's my left leg for me. Okay, uh, and you you extend it out in front of you. To where you look like a little, uh, like a like a handgun, like like you know you do your finger gun. Oh, with your okay, thumb all right. You, you got your, so you your got body your... would be the thumb, yeah, and then your two little fingers that are tucked in below your knees, and then your uh, other f- your finger gun here is your your leg one stick leg out. that does it get does it stay off the ground or does it does it also no you have to... two wheels so you ha- your foot goes like oh, your back like straight wheels. up like this yeah so your back wheels are on the ground. And the and the other in the front two are in the can air. You, can you, you maneuver while you do this, or is this just? Yeah, a, this, you can. Now you can. Uh, you can turn, so you can go in and out of cones. This is not like a that. strictly not a strictly straightaway move. This can be maneuverable. No, you can you can maneuver, but you got to pick up speed for that. And that uh, is called well, that, shooting the duck. You got to lo- use your 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 planted foot in a serpentine to keep that speed going right yeah because you can you can lean uh the, the trick is you lean on one wheel or the other and it'll steer you so if i want to go left then i'll lean yeah uh but you shoot the duck with your left your, your left side yeah you you're uh, as, as far as shooting the duck goes you're a crip <laughs> i'm crip ducking out here just the left side i'm crip ducking <laughs> so roller skates most of my life brief romance with roller blades how old Uh, i was in my teens teens so this is high school 
Yeah, high school. I was Did in all of your blades. roller skating buddies be like, "What the fuck, man?" And you were like, "Fuck off, nerds! I'm a blader now." Well, here's the thing: I was too fat for rollerblades. You had some ankle, you had some ankle, ankle wobbliness. <laughs> I had my hurt my cankles. You and, needed, uh, you needed, uh, you needed some support. You needed, some, yeah, I needed. You needed, needed some those high, wheels to be spread out. Them high top jobs. Yeah, yeah, they had to be so real I didn't high. Like, they had to go up to your knee. And then in my mid to late twenties, I got into rip sticking. And then, uh, and then Maddie How came along. How does one get into rip sticking? My buddy bought one. Okay. And he was like, he kept going on and on about it, how cool it was, how fun it was. And I wrote it a few times, and I was like, well, fuck, I want one of these. And this is when they first came out, and they were like $80. Yeah. I went through a major Razor scooter phase. Really? Yeah. Like uh, junior, senior year of high school, we were always doing like Razor videos. And so I had a buddy who was incredible. And he was fucking fearless. You could, like, yeah, spin yeah. it and shit. one friend. You get do it. It's essentially just a, like a kick spin. Of your board, yeah, yeah, so you yeah. board horizontally, but but you're holding the handles. Like, he could do all that shit. Like, he'd whip it around and land back on it, and he had a ramp, and we'd film him ramping really high off of stuff. We'd go find, like, a road with a long hill, and he'd get going, like, 50 miles an hour and then hit a ramp and go into the grass. This dude was insane, scared of nothing, and was really good at uh, razor scootering, and so I got into it. I was like, I want to do that. And then my freshman year of college... I'm at school on a soccer scholarship the night before our first scrimmage. Guys go, you want to go to a skate park on, and and take your Razor scooter? Because I used to ride my Razor scooter around campus. And they were like being dicks to me. And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. Oh, fuck you guys. God. So I was like, I'm going to go to this skate park and I'm going to be a badass on this Razor, Razor scooter. And you know what? I did for like five minutes. And then I went over like a flat top uh, little little ramp and uh, snapped my ankle in a whole lot of places. This reminds me of every like football movie where like the star player is on his way to the top. Like the NFL scouts are coming to watch him play the big championship game. And then the night before he gets in an argument with his girlfriend and like punches a wall and breaks his fucking arm yeah. in seven spots. And like, you'll never play football again. Yeah. Like that kind of story where you're like, yeah. why'd you do that? And then he has to come back and coach a band of misfits. <laughs> Right, uh, right. From his hometown. And he's like, don't don't throw it away like I did. <laughs> don't throw it away like yeah. I did. Yeah, that's what, that's what I did, except for uh, I just started drinking and playing music all the time. It's kind of the uh, same. Yeah, I kind of the same. It's yeah. kind of the same. So I, I tried, so Maddie's into skateboarding. And, uh, I, you know, I got my ripstick background. I, I haven't in a long time. And Do you uh, still actually, own your ripstick? Well, I bought another one. Oh, you, you, you so I had many years without it. Has the technology upgraded or is it the no, same? No, same shitty same, thing. Same, However, the price, way better 20 bucks. 20 bucks instead of 80. <laughs> Everything's getting cheaper, yeah. everything's, everything's easier to make cheap. now. So I'm, I was rip sticking for a while. This was, this was last summer, right? Yeah. I'm rip sticking. You know, it's during a pandemic. What the fuck else are we doing? What are you going to do I'm, other than rip stick? All right, I'm roll. I'm not rollerblading, but I'm roller skating in the neighborhood. I'm rip sticking. I'm living yeah, yeah. my best life. Yeah, you know? we 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 all follow you on Instagram. <laughs> we're we're aware. 
So then Maddie comes along. She starts skateboarding. I went to the beach I- like 40 days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. You saw that? Okay, so... Yeah, all 115 of us did. <laughs> Anyways. Maddie starts skateboarding. She gets really into it. I'm ripsticking. I'm like, how hard can skateboarding be? I want to skateboard so I have something to do with Maddie, right? right? Especially so, you you're know. already whipsticking. Right. There's a lot fuck more it. movement involved in whipsticking. Ripsticking. So, whatever the fuck it's called. This is right. <laughs> Ripstick. Ripstick. <laughs> with an, with an R. You're already whipping. You're already whipping up and down on your whippy stick. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> You're already on whippets. All those fucking flat stickers over there, out there with their just flat stick. Yours has got <laughs> wobbles and weebles, but it doesn't fall down. Oh, Jesus. So, <laughs> this is the timeline, though. This is where this is this is important. Okay, we're getting ready to move. All right. And literally, the like, the week I start learning how to skateboard, like, Maddie's showing me for a few days how to do, like, this and that. And then the night before, we're going to go pick up a moving truck. And we're going to have literally, like, a 14 or 15-hour day ahead of us of moving because yeah. it's, you know, all, it's moving. So the night before, around 6 p.m., Maddie's like, do you want to go skateboard? And I'm like, fuck Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want to skateboard? <laughs> we got to get one more good practice session before right. the move tomorrow. So we go, we take the skateboard out, and my confidence is just hooking up with her youth. Just you too, know? too high. Too, just, too. I, I'm watching her with ease jump off this. She's doing this cool move where she has a skateboard sitting in the middle of the road, and then she runs and jumps on the skateboard and takes off, and it's really cool. Oh. And I thought, oh, I bet I could do that. And nobody had the camera rolling during this? No. And I, and I didn't even tell Maddie. I told her, I said, I got a surprise for you, because in my head... <laughs> I thought I'm gonna fucking nail this, and I she's gonna be like, "Whoa, he's the coolest!" I got a surprise for you. I got a surprise for you. Your first and, trip uh, to the ER. <laughs> <laughs> Your first driving trip. <laughs> so you got to take I, me to the hospital. I'm 13. I know, <laughs> but my butthole is broken. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I I take off running, and I jump on this fucking skateboard, <laughs> and I last about a foot and a half. How high is your confidence for that foot and a half? Oh, I'm cruising. Oh, so you're even to that point. You're you're like I'm like I can't I believe nailed it. I am pulling this off exactly like I imagined. <laughs> Right. I'm like, I fucking nailed this because I thought if I can get past that first, if I jump on this thing and immediately fly off of it, well, then, you know, it's not going to work. However, I felt stable. You thought you had it. I thought I had it. Now, what I didn't factor into this. (laughs) What's that? You had no idea what the fuck you were doing. Right. Sometimes there's like loose gravel and yeah, shit. Sometimes, yeah. 
in the middle of roads, you know? <laughs> that happens. It's a bummer. So I got a hold of some of that loose gravel by chance. <laughs> And I went flying like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. You know what I mean? When he were you, fucking... Were you, were you flat? Were you... Did you do a couple of these before you hit? Yeah. A couple <laughs> kicks in the air, flat on my fucking back. Oh. I just laid there for a minute. Oh, no. Here's, a, had, here's a question. To... Did you go up and flat down, or did you, like, get road rash? Did you, like... No, no back. road right up and so you, flat up and down. Fl- <laughs> and the skateboard went shoof, like it flew like, woof, like it was gone, dog. Like it was like one way ticket. I don't know where the you know, I don't know where that went. <laughs> flat on my fucking back and I'm just laying in the middle of the street as uh, Maddie just dies laughing yeah, at me. Yeah, just di- just cracking up at you. Just dying laughing. Did you get any skull? Did you hit your head? Uh, a little bit, yeah. I hit the little, back of my uh, head. Had a head, I, and I immediately limped inside. Did you say anything? I was like, I said, I'm done. I'm done. I'm and Maddie's done. dying laughing. I'm I said, I'm done. done. <laughs> and as we're walking back to the house, I'm telling her, I'm like, I don't know whether to tell your mom or not, because if I get hurt the day we have this big fucking move, <laughs> she will kill me oh my god so i come in the house and you know i first thing on my mouth like, i fell down <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't hold it in i was like i fell down it hurt real bad but i'm i can still move I, i'm gonna be moving you won't I, even believe i'm a moving son of a bitch <laughs> uh, I, I reassured her right away i can still move i, I can help I can, move i can do it i'm a grown-up <laughs> The death look she gave me was just like, you better be ready tomorrow. Like, she had that mom look on her like, I don't want to hear a fucking thing I in the morning. That all the way in. You're telling Maddie, like, hey, don't tell you. Yeah, I, this has to be. <laughs> this has to be. We are secret. Your mom's going to die. I fell down. I fell. It hurt so bad, dude. dude it the, hurt so the, fucking the, the bad. The worst is, the worst, you heard the phrase, uh, uh, it's the hope that kills you. Mm-hmm. The The mm-hmm. worst is the confidence. Like like just earlier today, so we're uh, we're putting up our Christmas, or putting, pulling down and uh, storing our Christmas decorations, not putting them up. Right. That would be weird. We're uh, taking them down and storing them, right? So I had, I had leaned over and we kind of, in our dining room area, we have this like built-in kind of cabinet for like plates and stuff and it's built into the wall and so the door just the door to it just kind of comes out of the wall right so we're kind of milling around putting things in boxes taking stuff down doing all this so i like had crouched all the way down i'm shooting the duck if you will uh (laughs) and i'm kind of crouched and unbeknownst to me Lindsay has opened the door to the built-in thing, and I didn't know that she had done this. So I just go to stand up full speed, oh, no. and dude, it just felt it went into the like the like my back, like not uh, into my spine, but like that soft yeah. tissue right neck, and just and got in there and just yeah, just just scraped, oh. just scraped down. And here's the thing: it hurt like a motherfucker. 
But what was worse than that was the absolute terror that I was like, why am I being stabbed in the back right now? (laughs) What the fuck? I'm like... (laughs) I'm looking at my wife in front of me. There's no one else here. The dogs are in the backyard. Did they get in somehow and get mad at me? And are they get a knife? Just like biting me as hard as it. Why do I hurt so badly? It was the sheer shock and surprise of the of the the thing more than the pain itself. Like that, it yeah. hurt. It hurt, and it's a it's a good old it's a good old mark. There's a there's a, yeah, a big a old gash. gash there, but uh, but it was the surprise, you know. It's like, like when you're just like, what? I felt like when Jonah Hill gets hit by the car in the parking lot of the liquor store on Superbad. Oh. <laughs> his dad goes, "What the fuck?" That's what I felt like. I was just lost. I was like, "What could have possibly just happened?" I had no. No explanation for it whatsoever. And you're like, this is how I die. I'm getting shivved in my own house. I feel like the fear of the aftermath is sometimes worse than the actual pain in the moment. Yeah. You're like, like, like in that moment, you're like, is my whole back cut open right now? <laughs> Are my guts just going to pour out yeah. the back? Of, am I just going to lose a liver oh, out the man. back there? Yeah. I've that done terror. that where, like, you ever take a fucking shot to your jaw your, or your tooth or something, and you're like, oh, I'm missing all my teeth. Now all my teeth are gone. Dude, Because it's, I, like, numb. You can't really feel anything. So you're like, oh, they're all gone. I was, like, playing, oh, no, fine. I was playing soccer the, the uh, it would have been in last winter. So I guess it would have been about around a year ago. I was over at the soccer place, and I came yeah. down and... Uh, hit Ooh. my chin on I don't know if it was his knee or my oh, knee. Fuck that. But oh, and I God had damn. my mouth just a little open. <sighs> so when I hit it just a clock. Uh, just pop. clock mm-hmm. sound of my teeth going together. And I immediately was like, I broke every fucking tooth. Every fucking tooth. In my skull. Now what I did do was chip a tiny little piece off my front tooth. Like if you look off oh, the next time yeah. I see you, I'll show you. It's real it's tiny little tiny little chip came off the front and I was like, oh my God. I like ran over to the sideline and was like, are all my teeth here? And it was like, yeah. (laughs) Other people are always acting like you're insane. You're like, oh my God, is my back cut open? They're like, no. No, it's not cut open. He was like, you should feel how it feels. (laughs) (laughs) It feels like all my teeth are missing. They're like, you're fine. Yeah, that sheer, that point of point of impact terror where you're like oh my god why does this hurt so bad and most of the time most of the time i have a fairly high tolerance for pain it's oh yeah i don't don't really i'm not the guy that like i'm not the guy but but if like the thing is if something's bad like when i stepped on the rusty piece of metal while while uh, floating the river last summer like it was it was a good inch and a half up yeah. in there and on the bottom of your foot. Uh, so when something like that happens, I'm just like, I'm not going to walk for four weeks. I'm not doing it. It's uh, eventually I, it'll get better, I, but I just can't I, do it. I, I also have a rusty nail story in my foot. I'd like to tell, but first I'd like to say that Jess and I were just talking about pain the other day. Cause I had a dentist appointment the other day. Yeah. And I was telling him like, I don't, it's not, the actual going to the dentist that bothers me, it's the time involved. Like, he's an hour away, and then you got to do x-rays, you got to sit around. You gotta, I was like, 
That's what I was dreading. I wasn't mm-hmm. actually dreading the fucking, you know, the numbing and the yeah, drilling yeah. and all uh-huh. the fuck. Yeah. I'm like, I could literally go to sleep in the dentist chair. Like, that's how I describe getting tattoos, too. And, like, Fabros asked me when I got my tat- my first one. He's like, did it, did it hurt? Yeah, did it? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I couldn't. It just. And the second one took two hours on my arm. It's, it's huge. And so. Yeah. I, I could have fell a fucking sleep on that table. I had, <laughs> like, did, that kind of pain tone is fine, but that again, that shock or like if yeah. I step my toe in the middle of the night, you're just like ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like why did where did that? You're just angry. Yeah, where did, who, a, that's the thing. It's more anger than pain. Yeah. Earlier today, you're just, I just like, went and stood fuck. In the, I want to fucking get it. I want to punch like, it what? back. I was like, what the fuck? Why the <laughs> fuck was that? Fu- what the fuck? <laughs> So here's my rusty nail story, which also kind of goes. Hold into, on, I gotta ask you a dental story real quick. Have okay. you ever had your wisdom teeth taken out? I haven't yet. I had mine taken out and I was awake, Ooh. and it was fantastic. Are they are they in there? It were was they the, in there fully? It was the, yeah. They were all the, they were all the way. Yeah, and mine. Then, are, so I had are, I had one yeah. I had one pulled like my junior year of college, I think. And then the other three I got pulled, like, as an adult. I was late 20s, maybe, early yeah, my, 20s. Yeah, I, I got have two that are still And they were like, we're in. just going to localize anesthetic you and just keep you awake and just just cut those suckers out. It's the weirdest feeling. It's yeah, the weird, like you were talking about falling and all asleep in the, in the uh, dental chair. It was the weird, it was just like, like, it felt like a dude was doing a handstand on my face, but it didn't hurt uh, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a lot of pressure going on, but it yeah. did feel no pain whatsoever. None whatsoever. It's a weird, it's a real weird feeling. If you have to have that happen, I'd. I'd like to hear your response. To it. It's a really weird. <laughs> I've had many, uh, uh, not many, but I've had a few teeth pulled in my life and this and that. And, and uh, yeah, dental work is, is nothing for me. It's a weird thing. It's very weird. It's just weird idea that somebody's in your fucking mouth for that long. Yeah. And they know, like, I'm always like, yeah. does this guy know what he's doing? If you had stitches? No. I've had a lot of stitches in my life. So here's, here's my. Uh, okay, let's hear your rusty nail story. So I was like 10, and uh, this is when I was like, my mom was working full-time, and I and her and my, my real dad were still together. And again, like, my real dad was on everything but the right path, right? Mm-hmm. And so he really, really wasn't uh, that great at babysitting. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't his imagine. forte. One time, my grandmother told me, this is one of my favorite stories about my father, which I, I shouldn't be, but I guess I was really young, like two or three. My yeah. dad got so high on mushrooms that he thought the government was coming to get him. And so he had all the windows and the door locked. And my mom, and he's calling my mom saying that they were fucking, the army was coming the, to get him. The army's here now. The army's here, babe. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Hey, to there's a kid in there. He requires a lot of attention, but the fucking army's here. And I keep telling him I got more important shit to do than fuck with so, his lunch. But he is persistent little fucker, this guy. My grandmother came over to get me from him, and he wouldn't open the door. He had he, he was like, you know, in the 80s. So he had, like, the door open, but I had, like, the chain lock on it. So, wait, and he it, could see her, and he still yeah, wouldn't open the door for her? Right. He and thought he, your grandma was a patsy. 
he, he had a gun and he was <gasps> telling my girl he thought it was a trick that the military had sent her as a trick oh, to like lure him out right poor grandma and he's got this fucking gun and my grandma grabs his hand the hand that the gun is in and bites it until he <laughs> releases the fucking gun and my dad would tell this story all the fucking time like you know when i was growing up i remember him always teasing my mom like well you your fucking mom bit me yeah she's well, a biter <laughs> Homie, one time I The best part about that story is that in your dad's mind, the only notable element from that day (laughs) was that grandma bit him. (laughs) Well, I remember that one crazy day when you left and grandma bit me. (laughs) Grandma bit me. I'm not babysitting ever again. I'm not babysitting. Grandma bit me last time. What the fuck? What the fuck? She just ran to my house and bit me at my house. In my own house. Fucking psycho. (laughs) (laughs) Homie, one time I got, we were living in Farrah Park, which means nothing to you, but it's, uh, it was like a little, um, there were like all these little, well, I guess they would be considered tiny homes now (laughs) in this day and age, but they were like, like as big as condominiums, but there was like a little neighborhood of them. Were there two of them bumped up to one another or were they all individual? No, they're all separate. They're all separate houses, but they were all like really little, like one story houses. Okay. Um, it was like an upgrade from a trailer park pretty much. So it's, it's, Uh, it's a far cry from the two acre plantation home that you had. Yes. Yeah. With your, your garden and your swimming pool and your great vines. This is with Julio. Fuck my father. vines. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, my dad uh okay so we're living in fair park who, who, which is, who doesn't have onshore accounts or offshore, no, accounts. Or offshore accounts he has <laughs> no accounts on no shores no you can't account on him for anything <laughs> so he <laughs> well how in the hell you, you can of course you can't count on me couldn't count on you either if every time someone tried to count on you grandma came over and <laughs> bit your hand came over and bit your hand it was like hey we're really counting on you today and then grandma bites your hand you'd be a little <laughs> you'd be a little skittish of responsibility too in fairness so this was like the most inner city living i ever lived because it was like Halfway in between, it's like this city was neighborhood. Marion. Yeah. Okay. And there's like this little school with this, uh, you know, basketball courts and all that stuff with it. And I would go over there and play. I was like 10. Mm-hmm. And when you were going I, to the pros, I had all the jerseys <laughs> and your weak ass ankles. Oh, Christ. Anyways, I'm at the, I'm at the fucking playground. You're right. And uh, this, this this kid uh, this kid wants a piece. This kid no wants to start shit. something. And this was before yeah. you and Big Tone were hanging out, and other nah, Big this, Tone. This is this is Tank Sauce, baby. This is Tank Sauce days. He he, he wanted had some. You, uh, wait, had you become a hot sauce when you started hanging out with the two fighting buddies? What are the the Bash Brothers? What are their names? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you had become hot sauce already. Yeah, those are my hot sauce years. Tank Sauce was not hanging out with the Bash Brothers. No, no, no. no. It took Tank hot, so- it took hot sauce-, sauce to get there. It took a little yeah. little shot of some spice to get there. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't hang as Tank. Had to, had- <laughs> they, they wanted <laughs> they wanted the goods. They didn't need that Tank Sauce. 
No, they need me to do my little usher dance, you know, yeah, my needed, little peacocking. They, they, needed, they needed your lick lipping and your peacocking. <laughs> Anyways, I'm at this fucking basketball court, and this kid comes over. He wants to fight, so hey, we fight. And uh, you've been in a fight. Let me tell. You, I've been in several fights. Uh, no, no, no. Where you fought. Yeah. Not that you talked someone into it and then Big no, Tom see, and the Bash Brothers beat him up for you. No. See, when I was tank sauce, I would fight. I had some weight on me. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, I could take a hit, tank dude. sauce. Okay. Oh, I could take a fucking hit. Like, it was nothing. What happened? I, and I, I would get blackout <laughs> angry. Ah, oh, yeah. One time, this is a side story real quick. One time in uh, high school, uh, I was tank sauce. Mm-hmm. Biggest I'd ever been. And, the tankest uh, of sauces. The tankest of sauces. And uh, and this kid had this squirt gun. He kept fucking squirting me with it. And I I asked him, you know, to stop. Right. Several like you times. Do. Uh-huh. Like you do. You gave him chances. And, and he wouldn't. And I took it from him and I broke it. And then he wanted to punch me about that. <laughs> and so I got blackout angry. And when I came to... I'm literally getting pulled off this kid. I had been just slamming his head into the fucking locker door over and over again for I don't know how long Jesus until people Christ. fucking pulled me off. And they were like, you're going to kill him. That's when I came to <laughs> the words, you're going to kill him. Jesus. And uh, Did you, did you, yeah, did I you tell your out, therapist man. this story? No, I haven't shared that. You probably should. I probably should. That's a that's a cornucopia of little nuggets of information. They should be dissected. I really haven't fought since that that fight. I think might be one of the last times that I, was I like got like an you snapped out of fight. it and pulled your tie up and you were like Jesus Christ, what the fuck? <laughs> that's who not the, who I am. I'm not. <laughs> that's not what I'm about. <laughs> I gotta lose all this weight. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's actually nothing more quintessentially American than, like, just starting some shit and then going, what the fuck is going on? After the shit gets out of control, then you just, like, (laughs) tighten up your tie around your neck and go, I got to get the fuck out of here. This is not who I am. Yes, exactly. These are not the values that I represent. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And, um, okay, so I'm 10. I'm getting ready to fight this kid on the basketball court. Right. Why, do we know we, why on this one? I don't know. We just got into some words. You had some words. And, uh, we had he some was probably he was probably like, "Hey, tank sauce." <laughs> and let me tell you something. This nice kid, roller skates. This kid beat my fucking ass. This kid beat my eyes shut. No okay? shit. You got really oh. beat up. This is the first fight I was ever in. He beat my fucking eyes shut. So I come back to my to my dad and I tell him, Hey man, this kid just beat my fucking eyes shut. <laughs> and my dad <laughs> made me go fight the kid again. Oh, did you get beat up again? And I got beat up again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's the most fascinating thing about that story. <laughs> that that kid was like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what kind of terrible kid, family did this kid come from? He was like, no oh, shit, you wanted man. Again? No shit, you man. You got it. Like, my parents, so my parents, I did a smorgasbord of things when I was a little kid. Like, I played racquetball and baseball and football and soccer and basketball and all the shit that I could play. 
who played right. it all. Well, there was a karate place in town. So my folks were like, would you be interested in karate? And I was like, I've seen Karate Kid. It's fucking incredible. Of course I want to take karate. Are you fucking I'm, nuts? Yeah. <laughs> of course Are you I... fucking nuts? Of, of course, course I want to take karate. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Is that even a question? Yeah. Uh, so I, I got involved in karate. And uh, <laughs> there was a... There was a uh, there were like rules in the fighting. Did you ever have anybody in like your friends? Oh, Faber did the karate. I also did karate when I was young, but I didn't give a fuck about you it. You didn't but like Faber, it? Did Faber you go and do a, a contests? No, Faber, Faber did, did, right? Faber did like yeah. the contest. So I was probably, I was doing like the elementary kid contests, right? Yeah. So it's like a, 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 they make you wear like a soft padded helmet that looks like a football. It kind of looks like one of those uh, water, what is it, water polo? Where oh, they're yeah, in the yeah, pool yeah, yeah. and they wear those goofy ass Princess Leia helmets. Uh, yeah. They make you wear one of those, and then you got to wear pads on your hands and pads on your feet, so that when like you when you hit, like nothing really happens because you're all padded. So like even if you kick right. somebody, you're not getting like bone on face contact. <laughs> it's like yeah. like pad to pad, then to face, right? Uh, and there was this rule that you can't like. The, there was like eye holes cut around and your mouth hole and you couldn't hit in there. Like you couldn't hit anybody square <laughs> in the fucking nose, right? right? You were allowed to do that. But you had like padding on your top of your head and shit. So if you wanted to throw like a hammer punch or some kind of a, you know, side thing, you could do that. But you right. just couldn't hit like you just couldn't break kids noses. They weren't in the <laughs> you weren't allowed to do that. And, uh, so I was in this one tournament and there was this one kid who was way better than me. And, uh, my dad always taught me, uh, that if you didn't cheat, um, you probably didn't want to win that bad. That was always, that was always <laughs> the, wow. uh, our life lesson. If you didn't cheat a little bit, how bad did you really want to win? Like, uh, if you can get away with some stuff when the ref's not looking, get away with some stuff when the ref's not looking. Like, why <laughs> would you not do that? The fuck's wrong with you? It's not like anybody gets really hurt out of it, right? Like, right. I love that. It's the ref's, I love that. It's the ref's job to catch you, and if he doesn't, it's on, it's not, it's on him. It's not on me. It's I not on me. I love that. So, uh, so, so we were in this fight and this guy, uh, this guy kept, he would wait until I would go to throw a hammer throw and he would throw his head back so that like, if I came down, I would hit his <laughs> nose. Like he was like, he was cheating me a little bit and I didn't he like must have it. wanted it worse than you did. And so I find, I, I remember just looking over and looking at my dad and my dad just like, I don't know if he encouraged me to do it. But he definitely didn't. He knew what was going on in my face. Like when I looked over in between like sessions or whatever, and he like knew what was going on and he didn't be like, fucking relax. Don't do it. He didn't give me the cut to the neck motion. He didn't give me any don't do it motion. So I just fucking hauled off and hammer punched the kid right in the nose and just, just, oh my just God, sprays over his whole face. And they were like, you're disqualified. And I was like, yeah, well, that yeah, kid, that makes sense. That yeah. kid was an <laughs> asshole. And then I moved on. So I lost the fight. I don't really feel like I lost the fight, but like you yeah. had good and handily gotten your ass whipped. Yeah. And then had to go back and good and handily get your ass whipped, basically blindfolded. Cause you beat your eyes. Shut. <laughs> yeah. It was 
so bad. How, how bad do you think that you think the second one was actually worse, but you were numbed up enough that you didn't oh, notice? I don't know. I hated it. I did. My dad. Well, how did, hold, hold on. How did the second fight go down? Did he take you to the kid's house? No, I walked back over to the fucking park. My dad, <laughs> the longest walk of my life. My dad, yeah, take little baby steps because you couldn't see where you were walking. Uh, my dad said, "Don't come back till you win." <laughs> That's what he told me. Let me tell you something. I came back. I didn't win. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> dad, you gotta see this kid. I fucked him right yeah, up. You gotta see this fucking kid. You fight him, Dad. <laughs> Dad, Dad, I fucked him up this time. Your arm's broken this time. Yeah, but you should see him. I, 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 you should see him. You should see him, Dad. Trust me. I imagine I lied the second time around. I imagine I came back like fucking got him. See, here's the difference between you and me. If I had to go back out the second time, dude, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll throw rocks. I'll do whatever the fuck I got to do. I'm not kidding. <laughs> she fooled me once. <laughs> Shame on you. Second time we're not fighting fair. There's gonna be rocks thrown at your <laughs> You just might wake up the next morning, your garbage cans on fire, and you're just like, Mom, why is the garbage on fire? And just standing across the street in the shadows. Yeah, I was a, being a big kid, like people wanna fight you more. Yeah, you got like a punchable face. Yeah. I bet and, well, and you're and, just you're and, sizable. And, and with a name like Tank sauce. <laughs> this like, is something I've talked to my buddy Ricarlo about and DJ Dangler about, mm-hmm. like, because they're both big dudes, you know, yeah, six, yeah, three, six, sure. four, like yeah. almost 300 pounds. Like, they're big fucking dudes. Yeah. And uh, I've had this conversation with both of them. Like, you know, when you go to bars and stuff like that, do people want to, like, they ever approach you and stuff? And they're like, oh, yeah, almost every time somebody wants to fight me at a bar. They look at him as like a challenge. Like, I wonder if I can do that. Now, I wasn't tall. Mm. But I was big, and so when did you hit a growth spurt? Like, how tall are you right now? Uh, five eleven. Were and you so, that height like through high school and in that age, or did you did you hit a late thing? I think I hit a late growth spurt. I think junior and senior year for me were like I I hit a growth spurt because that's also when I dropped some weight and I got a little taller and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, junior. So senior I think year. I think that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, thought, um, I think it was fairly like I I remember, um, I remember the big deal was in seventh grade basketball. My cousin and I were on the team, and we were both like just hammering food at the lunchroom because we wanted when we went and got weighed for like the basketball program. It was like number seven, and you're fucking yeah, yeah. and your height and weight or whatever. I wanted to be over a hundred pounds on the on the thing. So wow. I remember I was like 99 pounds in seventh grade. And then by the time I got my driver's permit, I was like barely five foot and 99 pounds in seventh grade. And by the time I got a learner's permit, I was like 5'10 and 155. Jesus. And then when I graduated college, it was, or when I graduated high school, I was 6'2 and 160 something. You're 6'2? Yeah. I did not know that about you. Yeah. I thought you and I were the same height. Nope. I knew you were shorter than me. I just didn't know by how much. That's so odd. I've always thought that we were like similar builds. 
I think weight wise, we're not. I mean, not, you're obviously we're not, skinnier. Not, we're not dis. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not skinnier right now. Yeah, I'm pulling that pandemic weight. I'm. Uh, yeah, I I got that. Uh, I I put myself on a I put myself on a run regimen for this year. I'm oh, trying really? to I'm trying to do 500 miles this year. I've been hiking almost. I've been hiking three times a week. Yeah, I've been, and I've been biking. What, regularly what's a for what's a months, good hike distance? How far do you try to get? How far do you try I to? It, I think it's a five or six mile hike. Or do you do up and back, or do you do time? You just uh, try to go to the top and back. That's all. Yeah, I go to the top and back because it's it's a pretty rigorous hike, yeah. man. It, it's um, a round trip. It's five or six. I think. Yeah, I think so. The one we do in Malibu, I know, is 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 uh, is five miles, mm. and that was really cool. And um, but yeah, the one I do about three times a week. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's five. I used to do. I used to get up and do. Um, periodically, like a couple of times a week, I'd do six, seven, eight, nine, ten miles, like that kind of running. That's um, insane. And then I got off of that, and then I was getting back on it and was doing great. And then I had the rusty metal incident of summer 2020. <laughs> oh, oh, so the rusty so nail. I got, I got oh, the rusty nail. That was this before. So, How did we get on so, you getting your ass beat twice? So, just living with my dad and all that. So this happened with my dad. So I'm, you know, nine or 10 around that age, right? right. We're living in Fair Park. Dad's watching me. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a bunch of boards out back of the house. Like there like a are. bunch of like, yeah. And I'm outside playing, being a kid, you know? And uh, I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking break all these boards. I'm going to start stomping on these boards and doing yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And so I'm out there jumping on these boards. There are boards. What are you going to do them? other than try to break them? Right. Uh, and then I jump up and to like come down on them to break one and a nail just swoop right through my Uh, fucking foot. Yeah. All the way through? Uh, almost. Yeah. Nice. And I'm fucking freaking out. (laughs) And I come inside. Did you immediately freak out and yank your foot back off of it? Or did you kind of keep it there for a while? The board stuck to my foot, <gasps> like it. Yeah, and I was. And that's when I was like, "Oh fuck!" You took and the I'm, board with you inside. <clears throat> yeah, I'm limping inside. <laughs> board, I have a board nailed to my foot. <laughs> and I tell my dad. And looking back now, you know, after I've smoked weed enough to know, like my dad was like super chill. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like screaming and being like, "I fucking die!" <laughs> and. There's a nail. And my dad's like, mm, pull it out. <laughs> I was like, okay, bye. And he's like, mm, pull it out. Just pull it out. Pull it out, man. It's super baked. Dude, it's he, in your He did in not help foot. me at all. It, when it's in your foot, it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> so pull it out of your foot. I don't, I don't think, I, uh, this isn't hard to understand, right? Sometimes I forget you're a little kid. <laughs> but like it hurts when it's in your foot. Pull it the so, fuck out of your foot. That's what I'm, pull that's what I'm trying to say. Just pull the fuck out of your foot. Like it's got to suck in there, right? Yeah. Then get it, to, get it the fuck out of there. My grandmother had to drive over to the house and help me get this nail out of my foot because my dad, refu- he's like, just pull it out. And I was freaking the fuck out. And his, he was just so like, I'm not helping with that. Fucking pull it out. Well, God damn it. Every time you give me responsibility, 
Grandma comes over and Michael cries. What the fuck? I was just sitting here minding my own business, and then Grandma came over, and this little kid was fucking crying like a bitch. What was I supposed to do? I was just standing there. Oh, fuck. What the fuck? He's, he's, he's fucking ruining my high. That's what this kid's doing. He's what fucking did, up my buzz. Do you, do you, this is maybe like deep and sad, but do you, yeah, uh, sure. do you vividly remember your dad's voice? Like, do you remember what he sounded like? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Do you hear it sometimes in like dreams and stuff? Yeah. Yeah? Like your mom? Yeah, I, um. Cause you'd like dream about your mom and stuff, right? Yeah. Because I knew you guys were super close. We were super close. Very, but I didn't know if close. you dreamed about your dad in that same way. Uh, for years, sporadically, I would have this this dream where um, it was always at the house that we lived in when I was very young, like when I was like five or six. Um, it was over on Clinton Street. And it, I know it's the same house because it was like there's like shag carpet and there was like this weird closet door thing up in my room. Um, it was like you would open the closet and it had like three stairs and like this little uh, like landing inside. Okay. Yeah. The, the closet. And so I would always play, you know, have my toys in there and stuff because it was like oh, my own like little private, yeah. you know, little treehouse staircase yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So I remember that house vividly. And I remember even like laying on my belly in front of the TV watching uh, Johnny Carson and and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Saturday Night Live, you know, yeah. boxing matches with my dad. Like vivid memories of that. And this um, is what five six you said? Yeah. Okay. And I would have these dreams. I haven't had one in a long time, probably over a year. But I would have these dreams, and I was always at that house at whatever age I currently was. So, like, let's say I had the dream at 28. I was but 28 in the dream. But you're at that house. But I'm at that house. Okay. And that that's Dad's house. And for whatever reason, uh, you know, when I dream about my father, I'm always at that house. He's always there. Um, he He comes and goes. It's a weird kind of thing where he'll leave me at the house sometimes and he'll come back and, like, we'll sit and chat. We'll talk. He'll be Does, making food or is something. Is he and the I'll be age he was then or is he the age that he would be now? Or do you? Uh, he's frozen in time, but he wasn't the age when he died. So but he also wasn't, age. like, a young. He's, like, a he was about the age when I was, like, 10 or 11 about 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 9 or 10 when we were living in Fair Park like that age of my father like 42 yeah. 43 yeah cuz he died at 46 and so about like 42 43 and he's at the house that I was at when we were like 5 or 6 interesting so he 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 is frozen in time at this phase where you have the most traumatic memories of hanging out with him no, at at another. So he's he's at the age that I have the most traumatic memories, but he's at the house. But he's where at the, the house where you have the best memories. Yeah, That's it's like a weird combo. Wild. I've never thought about that, but yeah, that is fucking weird. Because um, when I think of my father, I don't think of him uh, the uh, the way the way he looked when he passed because he didn't look like himself. He put on a lot of weight. He was on he was on a lot of pills and he. You know, it, 
I think pills eventually is what killed him in his sleep, either overdosed or didn't take enough or something to do with complications with it, right? Mm-hmm. And so he he was gained a lot of weight in the last few years that he was alive. He was always really pale. He had like, uh, I don't know, he just didn't look like himself. So you don't remember, you when you, like you're... What is in the Matrix? They say your residual self-image, like Neo looks the way he remembers himself looking when he goes into the Matrix. So you remember, that's wild that you remember him from... Younger. You remember him from not when he died and not when he lived in that house, but when things were worse. It's weird. It's like you meet him in your dream, but you meet the worst version of him, but you meet him at your favorite place. It's like you're meeting him at a safe place. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. I've never really thought about it like that um, with those two worlds. I just know that that's, that's dad's house. So did he did he ever live at the house where you and your mom lived for the rest mm-hmm. of your life? He lived mm-hmm. there for a while? Is that where he, he died? Yeah. And he died really early on there, and that's why I don't really combine him with that house is because that was – I mean, he – did we you ever have any weird issues with him with that house? No, and he was barely there. Like I said, he was there. We got the place, and he was, he died almost, I mean, probably six months or, or less um, within moving into that house. Huh. Yeah. So, so you, never, really you, were never like, you were never, like, scared of that house or anything because like, your dad died there. You never had, no, a, had weird no. thoughts that way about that house? That's, no. That's he, interesting. And I was the one that found him on the on the couch right. the morning and that he passed and all that. That didn't like fuck you up to like that couch or that room or that area. You didn't have any problem with that place. No, and my mom did did the the best thing that she could possibly. We got rid of that couch immediately. Got in, yeah. you know, and like yeah. we just kind of, and she almost like redid that whole room. Like it was a, a totally different area. Okay, um, good for her. Yeah, so there was That's none wild. of those none of those memories attached. But I still have those moments. I vividly remember that that morning and um mom cooking breakfast and all that and and what we were talking. We were actually talking about not telling my father about some joke we were going to play on my friend who was coming over uh later that day or later the next day because we didn't want dad to fuck it up. <laughs> Because I didn't know, like, again, my mother kept all of the drugs and alcohol and all that stuff, those stories away from me. And so I just thought dad was dumb. You know what I mean? Like, I we couldn't tell him the secret because he'd fuck it up because he's fucking high or drunk and he, the, he would say it not knowing what he's saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't know that. So I just knew that he would just say it because he wasn't thinking. Right. You know, he would just, he like, just blurt it out or whatever. Dad's a fucking idiot. Dad's a fucking dummy. Don't tell him that. We can't tell it. Dad'll ruin it. Yeah, and uh, and we were talking about some prank we were going to play on one of my friends and this and that, you know, and uh, on favor, not yeah, (laughs) not telling Dad about it. Yeah, and then going to to wake him up for breakfast, and of course that not happening. And I remember my mother running out the door over because we live next door to my grandmother's house. Yeah. And she ran next door, and I f- she told me to stay there. And she ran next door, and I followed her. And uh, 
as soon as she got in the house, I, you know, my grandma's in the kitchen there and, the, and like you come into the house and the kitchen's like right, right there. And she came in and I came in right behind her and I heard her tell my grandma Craig's dead. Oh shit. And, and then she turned around and I'm standing in the doorway and it was like a, Oh shit. You're not supposed to. We were going to try to keep this from you. Yeah, we're going to weekend at Bernie's for a few days. We didn't even tell your dad the joke, and he's already fucked it up. (laughs) He's already fucked it up. Your friend's not even going to be able to come over now. (laughs) Well, your dad ruined it again. (laughs) So, Um, yeah, that was that. But I can, I vividly remember running over with my mother and and that in those moments with between her and my grandma and, and all that. Yeah. And how old were you? Twelve. Twelve. What grade is that? Sixth. And it was that was a weird thing too. Is like going because I, I didn't I was out of school for a couple of weeks, and then going back to school in such a small town because again, like I graduated with seventy two people in my class. Right. So like going back to school and being the kid whose dad, dad died just died. It's so like none of my other friends had dead parents or even close. You know what I mean? Like, right? Did you have? Uh, did you have? Did you get bullied because of it, or was it like? Did you feel like a like a leper? Like you were like? Yeah, I felt more like a leper because none, yeah. of, none of the other kids' dads. Like this again. This is before times when people were really getting divorced and all that. Like that was like a, a weird yeah. taboo thing. And and you know when I was growing up, and so like everybody that I went to school with all had their parents. Right. And uh, I already felt out of place because my parents were older than all the other parents. And yeah. <laughs> and then um, and then when dad passed, it was like this this weird taboo. Like I had like this scarlet letter like, oh, yeah. yeah, he doesn't have a fucking dad. Yeah. And I was like, joke's on you. I didn't have a dad in the <laughs> first place. <laughs> gotcha. I can't. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it was fucking weird there for a while. He finally bought me that pool, though. <laughs> he always said he would. He always said he would. Call him what you want. He's a promise keeper. <laughs> My dad always you know, came through on his word. Until Grandma right. bit him. And, <laughs> Until Grandma and once bit Grandma him. bit him, how could he do it? What was he supposed to do? She bit him. My father and I were... We're pretty much opposites, right? He, uh, and I remember wanting to like the things that he wanted. Growing up, he would watch uh, boxing. That was his thing. He would yeah. go golfing. My dad had, was uh, was on the PGA for a little while. Um, I had, have his golf bag somewhere, and it has fucking PGA stickers on it and stuff like that from when he played in a few tournaments. And he loved golf, and he, he loved to play golf and loved to watch boxing. Yeah. And I, I didn't care about either one of yeah. those. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but, um, so when he didn't know how else to bond, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was just, and, uh, and so we'd be, when he was home and was around, he, you know, and I was older, he would like try to box me in the, in the living room or this and that. And I fucking wanted nothing to do with that. It scared yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, I was just, you know, a fat little kid. I didn't know. And then, yeah. um, uh, God, if you'd have taken he, him up on the offer, baby, you wouldn't have got your ass <laughs> beat by that kid. So fucking <laughs> eyes beat shut. <laughs> uh, 
this. Uh, That's why you made you go back and fight the kid. <laughs> exactly. You're like, hey, get in here. I'm going to teach you how to fight. And you were like, I don't want to, Dad. I don't want to. Then two days later, you come running. I got beat up. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. God, no, no. I tried. I tried. I tried. And get the fuck out of here. Uh, the uh, Practice makes perfect. Go fight again. <laughs> we did end up like. Oddly bonding before he passed, we he was like starting to be around more and telling my mom he's going to be around more and this and that and and we can get into other stuff at another time between him and my mother. It's it's a wild story, but yeah, um, we were uh, we were supposed to go to this car show a, a week after he passed. And, like, I remember, like, looking forward to that being a thing that he wanted to do with me. Uh, yeah. And were uh, you actually into it as well? I was into it because my father wanted to go. Okay. So I I thought maybe that was a thing you held interest in and also he held no, interest in. No, no. It was kind of a thing that we were both like, well, let's do this together. Let's go see, let, maybe you know can, what I mean? Maybe like we can try was, this thing. Maybe this won't be fucking yeah, miserable. Is that because he was trying to like be like, all right, I want to find something. And I was also Boxing like, well, if you're going, fucking go. work. Golf yeah. didn't fucking work. Let's try this car show thing. And for a long time, even in, in my late teens and, and early teens and stuff like that, after he'd passed, I remember watching boxing and getting into it for a while and, and loving the sport. And, uh, and it was almost like a weird, uh, you know, paying homage thing. Like you were you like know. carrying the torch. Yeah. Like, all right, I got to give a fuck about this because dad, you know, dad liked this. And that's uh, a lot of responsibility to have. Yeah, to take on a <laughs> a new hobby. Jesus Christ, Dad's just going to disappear if I don't. Uh... <laughs> if I don't, right? It's weird what we carry with us, what we try to hold on to, and and you know, throughout the years, I've learned how to let go of certain things and and what to carry and what not. And I talk about that a lot. But one of the things that I I try to to what started this whole conversation with, with is one of the things I try to carry with me is their their voice. Um, I have, uh, I have some old tapes of my father from like Christmas mornings and this and that, that I, I listen to and I can hear his voice and I can hear his personality and his tones and that kind of thing. And then I have some old voicemails from my mother that I listen to. I don't listen to my father as, as, as much, but, um, you know, once or twice a year, I'll, I'll play some voicemails from my mother and it's nice to hear her voice. And it's mm -hmm. something that like. I'm lucky to have because I, mm -hmm. I know not everybody that has parents that have passed on have access to that. And also it's something that I plan on doing the rest of my life because it's it's like I never want to forget how she sounds. Yeah. Sound is a uh, ima imagine not ever hearing your mother's voice again. Yeah. Doesn't that blow your fucking mind? Because, again, like they passed when I was. Not, not old, but not young, you know, when I was 30. Yeah. Uh, it was my mom passed and Wayne and all that. And so it's like, what do you do for the rest of your fucking life? That was a question I had for a long time was like, well, what do I do now? Yeah. Without, what do you do without your parents for the next, you know, if I lived a fucking 80, like, what do you yeah. do for 50 years without your fucking parents? Yeah. When, and how, was, long, how late, how late did you move to Indianapolis? Uh, what age I moved, were you? 
like 25, 24. Did you live in Marion that whole time? Up to no, I lived in uh, I lived in Marion until I was like twenty one, and then I moved to like Columbus area, and then I was there like twenty one, twenty two, maybe twenty three ish, and then I moved to Indianapolis for a few years, yeah. and then I moved out here. I've been out here ten years. I'm thirty seven. I always so forget how long you were in Indianapolis. Yeah, I was there for a minute, like four years, four and a half. Yeah. I was there for a while. Yeah. So I probably lived there longer, considerably longer than you did. Yeah. Speaking of our past and family yeah. and all that yeah. stuff, the uh, the thing I want to share this week is this film we watched last night called Uncle Frank. Okay. It's something I had seen advertised on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, it was something I've been seeing for a few weeks now, like on their little like new movie releases, Uncle Frank. And I'm yeah. like, ah, I kind of want to see that. I kind of don't give a fuck about that. Yeah. And uh, I was in Hollywood a, a couple nights ago for, or days ago for my dentist appointment. And there's just billboards all over fucking Hollywood of Uncle Frank and like all these awards and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. So and so like, I was okay. like, well, all right, if they're yeah, pushing yeah. it, <laughs> like, yeah, it yeah. must be yeah. something. So anyways, last night we watched Uncle Frank and holy shit, it's incredible. Um, I have never seen dialogue in a movie be so real. Um, a lot of times in, it's a drama, but it's, it's not, it's so entertaining and fun and the characters are so well-developed and the texture and coloring of the film is great. The, it's all like fucking phenomenal actors that you'll know as soon as they come on you're like oh they like steve zahn is in it mm-hmm. and fucking uh, uh the guy from uh barry uh the the old guy who was also in larry sanders uh rip uh oh, rip torn rip torn yeah yeah rip torn's in it he's the dad like yeah. um um uh, you, you'll just know everybody. It's yeah. so fucking yeah. good. All star cast. Uh, it is a beautiful story. The most honest dialogue I've seen. Because then a lot of times in these like kind of discovery or journey movies, you'll find or you know these really cheap yeah, lines yeah. or yeah. kind of seems yeah. kind of forced. Uh-huh. This was so fucking real. Um, I, I can't say enough great things about it. Uncle Frank on Amazon Prime. It'll make you feel all the feels. It's so fucking good. All right. I'll fucking watch it, I guess. Hey, how's that Ted Lasso going, fuck, bud? Fuck you. We finished hey, it. Hey, bud. We finished it in like a day and a half. It's so fucking it's good. so fucking good, right? It's so good. It's so good. And he's absolutely delightful. He is. And uh, Jason Sudeikis is, is something in that. He's great. But the whole cast is great. Uh, yeah. Keely, I fucking love Keely. She's just yeah. so like they make everyone in the show, um, f- except for the people who are plainly supposed to be villains. They make right. them all have this kernel of like where you always have that kernel of like, oh, there's a good person in there, even when they're yeah. being... But this show, it fleshes that kernel out into a full-fledged, like, it's just, it's 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 great. It's really and good. I, uh, you're, we'll you're talk right. more about it in it's depth really on our episode because yeah. I, I do want to talk about, like, they didn't take the cheap shots in that show, and that's yeah. what I appreciated about mm-hmm. it the most. I agree. I, I loved that there were definitely times where they could have done it, and they didn't. And they didn't, Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought so it was fucking good. I thought, it, I thought it was good. 
Um, my thing to share this week, uh, if you go to eucalyptusfarms.com, uh, you can join a mail order service and they will send you a fresh bouquet of eucalyptus once a month. Um, really? And it's uh, it's kind of fantastic. Uh, we we always, uh, you can sometimes get eucalyptus in the like uh, floral section at the grocery store. And we, mm-hmm. we always grab it when we can get it. And we have it like if you turn it upside down and uh, attach it to your shower head, um, then like the steam goes up through it and your your morning shower smells like eucalyptus. It's I I love it. It's a thing that we've loved for a long time. And when we found out there was like a mail order service where you just once a month you open up the door and you is got, it expensive? You got or fresh, it? It's like uh, eight dollars or something like that. Okay. eight eleven okay. ele- eight or eleven dollars something like that. Right. And they just give you a new bouquet every and it's it's worth it for the month for me. Um, love it. It's great. It's great. It's a it's a it's a lovely thing to be walking through your house and just just a you know I'd pay eleven dollars a month for basil delivery. I bet there is that. I bet there's there's like mail order herbs of all kinds. I bet. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna look into that because I use a lot of basil. I I like fresh basil. Dude, I had a fresh basil plant in my house. You live in fucking L.A. Just grow one, you dummy. I've been trying. I had to. I had to move mine inside for the winter, and I kept it alive for like three months. (sighs) I can't keep them alive. In the window, so many basil plants. It's terrible. I kept ours flowered. Did you know they flower? No. Yeah, if you keep them long enough and bring them in, we brought them inside for the winter and continue I, to water it. Keep it in the in the window where it gets full on natural light. The top eventually it flowers out. You know Those what I did? Little white was flowers are gorgeous. I uh, I and the irony is I actually showed Faber how to grow like keep basil plants alive and keep them fresh and mm-hmm. all that. Like how to pot. He has like four or five of them now, and they're like doing great. Doing and I great. can't keep and one can't fucking keep alive. One alive. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. All right, buddy. Good talk. Love you. <laughs> Love you, buddy. All right. Talk to you. Man. Bye. Hey, it's Malone, and I just wanted to thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, you can follow along with us on Twitter at SpeakerPhonePod. That's at SpeakerPhonePod. We'll be posting clips, updates, sharing news stories that we're talking about all right there. Uh, and if you're looking for more podcasts to check out, check out CultureCast Radio. It's right here on the 4D Podcast Network. You'll love it. I love it. Everybody loves it. Check it out. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next week.